Thanks for joining us on the phone, girl. You're welcome. Glad we, to be here. <laughs> do you know where I'm at right now? Where are you? I'm at the Arkansas Record and CD Exchange. Cool. You've got I a lot. A lot of your records came from here. Yes, I know. I've spent hours on the floor digging through um, crates. I have a hard time something. getting up off the floor now. I have, oh. I have to use the shelves to kind of climb my way back up when I'm oh. when I'm on the bottom <laughs> shelf. Yeah. All right, Bill. I got that. <laughs> Bill, thanks a lot for having us here in your store. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to, to meet with you. This is fun. Uh, how long have you owned the store here? This is my 37th year. 37th? Oh, wow. 37th. Opened it up the week of October of 84. Gosh. Wow. All right. Well, how are things different now than when you first opened up the store? Well, I had 150 records and 50 bucks to my name, and I was working two jobs, <laughs> bartending during the day, and had the record store at night and, ba and babysat my daughter. And uh, now uh, it's a little different. Of the first 150 albums, what were some of the cool ones in that first stack? I had uh, the Rolling Stones' first LP white label promo with, with the bonus photo on, their, on the London script label. And uh, Elvis Presley's first album, 1254. That's a good way to start. And uh, I started with some good stuff, but uh, we got going really good. We finally got moving, things moving, and in 87, the store burned down. Oh. And lost oh, wow. it, lost everything. And uh, there's a shopping center here, you know, obviously. There's a donut shop in the shopping uh -huh. center. And uh, the guy left and left his grease on. Oh. And it was the middle of the afternoon, and it burned the, burned the whole shopping center down. And uh, I got my daughter out. My, my friends rallied around me, and they, I, as long as I was the captain of the ship, I uh, told them what I needed to get done, and uh, we opened up five days later with another 150 records. <laughs> and then uh, when they rebuilt the shopping center, they, they had a video place here that went out of business, and, it, and at uh, December 1st, 88, we moved back into the shopping center here. Well, when I started out, everybody was dumping their records because they thought the CDs was it and records were no good. So right. Was, and, I, and I said to myself, why should I quit buying records? There's nothing wrong with them. And I just start stockpiling records and, and more and more records. And from 150 went to 1,050 to 10,050. Mm -hmm. People were just dumping records. I was buying. And I was still selling some of those records today. Well, I couldn't sell yeah, them then, smart. but I'm selling them now. But the same thing it goes for CDs now. People are dumping CDs like they're, like they're trash, and I'm buying them. Because, you know, they have a smoking bar now where there's, like, only one place you go to go to smoke. Uh -huh. So everybody that smokes still goes to that place. And it's just like we got the CDs. We got 20,000 <laughs> CDs and everybody's coming here sure. right. to get CDs. And we're still buying CDs because uh, they got bonus tracks, live cuts, extra stuff. And so the same thing's happened with CDs. It happened with LPs. And we, we got a full line of CDs. What happened a few years ago when um, records became hip to own and buy and search for again? Now, I'd never stop playing and, and well, buying records. Well, thankfully, there's a bunch of people that never stop buying records. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking to you today. Right. But when I used to pick my daughter up at school, they said, your dad owns a record store? That's so uncool. What? Uncool? What? 
What? Yeah, back, uncle, that, that wow. was in the nineties. You thought I was just. In, oh my god, I would have, I would have been your daughter's friend. But if they uh, ever curious about that, I started with one hundred and fifty records. I got eighty thousand now. Wow. Whoa. And hundred twenty thousand forty-five. So you know, and when the downloading started and the Amazon started, I mean, there was no such thing as a, who wants a brick and mortar store when you can just sit there and Spotify yourself. Right, but but there's something about having. But I still it. come in. And I still look and I still get excited well, now and I can find a lot of these records online but I, I enjoy the hunt of finding a record in the real world. Well that's the deal that's the difference between now people like coming in now but but there was a time when they weren't coming it was a fashionable to Spotify and download an MP3 and more and more now they're coming in because they want to buy the actual physical product they want to flip through records and these kids today now are learning to communicate you know without their phone and, and that's great because if they come here they're going to have to talk to me right <laughs> <laughs> they have to talk to him I mean I I face to face people they right. have to get right. off the phone right and I I'm going to see what they need. That's good. That's nice. Now, Bill, what kind of customers do you have come in? What are the different types of record collectors today? I've got tall ones, round ones, <laughs> short ones, fat ones, the big ones, the dark ones, clear ones, orange ones. Have you ever had anyone that comes in that buys something that really surprises you? I, at this point, no. No, no. no more surprises? No, I'm just happy that they're <laughs> buying stuff. I, I, mean, I mean, someone, everybody's at a different level of, of their experience and buying records, listening to music. And the last thing they want me to do is go, oh man, you're not buying that, are you? No, okay, got it. right, right, right. What are some of the most rare and expensive records you have in here? Well, we got a Beatles butcher cover, that uh, the trunk cover that they recalled because it was too uh, artistic in the 60s, and uh, we got one of those. That's about $1,000. And we've got uh, some Elvis Presley on Sun 45s that are three dollars to $500 a piece. Wow. Original, three of his original 45s. And we have several uh, collectible records, and they, they, of course, they don't come to mind now. That's why I've never been on a game show, because <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you can't get fast enough. You can't answer fast enough. We did an entire episode about game shows. You'll need to listen to that. <laughs> we, we talked about all of them. We did some good stuff, and we actually played a uh, episode of uh, Name That Tune. Yeah, how can they name that tune in one? They really, uh, you have to listen. He totally did. Named it in one tune. Let's play one round with Bill, okay? All right. Okay, yeah. All right, Bill, here we go. We're going to we're gonna try it one note up. for okay. you. Okay. Because you own this record store, and you probably know your music. But you uh, may have listened to so much music that you're getting confused. But here we go. You ready? Totally. Totally it. That's totally it. Baby told me, yeah, you know, you said so all the time, you know. These are, baby, we're getting some really smart people on this podcast. They really know their music. Can you believe that? He got it in one note. Yeah, that's so great. Wow. He even went a little further and sung a little bit of it. What song is that? I Feel Fine. By the Beatles. Okay. You need to brush up on your music history a little bit if you want to compete with uh, some of the pros. Well, no. You know, some of the stuff is gone in my head. I just want to know the song. <laughs> I forgot Laylo so. Schifrin's name. I was couldn't last night. I was trying to think of Mission Impossible. Who sang? Who, who recorded it? For the life of me, I could picture the label. I picture them, but I couldn't see Laylo Schifrin. What the I, theme song for yeah. Mission Impossible? Mm -hmm. What are your favorite uh, TV theme songs? My, I love, I love the Man from Uncle. That's a good one. Yeah. And, uh, oh dang! Wild Wild West is one that. of my favorite ones oh. too. Peter Gunn, you know uh, Peter Gunn, Henry Mancini. Peter Gunn's a great one. My favorite TV theme song.
song of all time is Rockford Files. Mannix. Mannix. I know that Boy, there was some good. I was thinking about buying the Doctor Who. You got a Doctor Who album. Oh, Special effects from the original series. Bill, I think I told you that when I head off to Crokesville, I'm going to have my ashes pressed in a vinyl record. Actually, 30 copies of it. Only 30? I might get more copies, but only 30 will have my ashes in them. So I'm going to produce the audio beforehand while I'm still here on planet Earth. I'm going to design my own album cover, and mine's going to be really fancy with the, mine's going to open up, have a- Fold open. Have a fold open, and it's, see, I've learned something. Fold open is the official word. Fold open? Fold open. It's fold open. I'm going to have a fold open on my death album, Marlo gonna be awesome okay fold open and then marlo is going to follow the directions and take care of the business and it's gonna be a great yeah, thing marlo's really party. excited about this <laughs> yeah no i'm so like this whole thing is amazing because i love kind of morbid stuff like this even so when anyways, it involves it your father happy. well it's just kind of like a you know like father-daughter activity the last father you and daughter like, activity yeah, you're like oh okay i'll i guess i'll make my daughter happy by doing something a little weird sure, creepy you sure, know sure well that's you're not planning on anytime soon are you no i'm about 50 years okay <laughs> about 50 years i'm gonna find me an old oak tree go sit on it and just give up the ghost you count the ring <laughs> <laughs> Now, Bill's going to do something pretty interesting when he heads off to Crokesville. What, what are you oh. going to do, Bill? Yeah, I've got the uh, these 45s used to come in these little platter pack uh, cases back in the 50s and 60s. And I have several of them. And I'm going to put 65% uh, of my ashes for my daughter and 35% for my wife. And so they have a little carrying case, metal carrying oh, case. They're that. really cool. I'll take a picture of them and uh, show okay. them to you. They're really cool. In fact, I might have to buy one in case there's any ashes left over if y'all got any. We got several boxes for you. We got green ones, white ones. <laughs> Brown ones, red ones. Ooh, so, so, okay. so they might spill a My little goodness. bit on the floor. You know, just get a little uh, dustpan and uh, sweep them <laughs> up and put whatever's left in the 45 box. I'm totally going to get one. Bill, again, thank you for being here. Our studio is really close, and uh, I love dropping by here and picking up some vinyl. Margarita always likes seeing what surprises I bring in. She was particularly happy <laughs> with the Santa Esmeralda. Mm, I need to come in with you. Yeah, some good stuff. Don't let me be misunderstood. One of the love best, the best uh, disco dance records of all time. Oh, she loves it. That's a good love one. That. I love that. It's a fun place to go. Record hunting is a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I like records. I like holding them in my hands. I like the artwork. We have a lot of fun coming in here, and I have found yeah. so many great albums here. And every time I do find something that I want, uh, makes me extra happy. Well, I'm glad to have you come in, and uh, glad you asked me to do this. It's been fun, and we just touched the surface. So yeah, you, re you ready for part yes, three? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll come in for another segment. Another segment. A callback. Yes. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to y'all later. Thank. Thanks for joining us. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye. <laughs>
Marlo, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here as well. I actually have some very special news to share. Oh, you have a special news announcement. Yes. Right. Okay, well, let, let me set this up. I have a special news announcement. For me? Should we? For the world. Should we? Oh, so we don't need to turn this off? Turn the, <laughs> no, 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 turn, no. Do we need to turn the, the tape recorder <laughs> no, off? No, no, no. Please keep it on. Keep it on. Okay. The cassette recorder? Nope, can... nope, nope. This is about our amazing website that we need to talk about we called networkinterference.com. We have the amazing website.com. No, networkinterference.com. <laughs> Network interference website.com networkinterference.com Network. take that website out it is a website it's not a website no it is a website it 100% is a website called networkinterference.com networkwebsite.com nope 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 networkinterference.com go there and check it out step 1 <laughs> Learn how to spell network interference. Yep, network interference. Learn how to spell it. Now, is com with a K? Spell, how, do you spell, how, do you, how do you spell com with a no, K-O-M? C-O-M. Good. So like, Good, I'm glad. I'm so glad. It's not, <laughs> I'm so glad it's not K-O-M. Because, you know, if it was K-O-M, what? you'd know that the Ruskies have taken over. Stop, no. <laughs> Marlo. Hi. Hi. Welcome back into the studio. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have I'm, I'm glad <laughs> I'm to have glad to be here. my compañera with me here in the studio again, once again. <laughs> Marlo, we've been talking about record collecting a lot lately, and uh, you have a pretty good collection of records, and I, I have a pretty good collection of records, and I think that you got a lot of your records from me. Uh, some hand-me-downs, hand-me-downs. Uh, but we have also gone hunting together. Yes, yeah. Um, Father-daughter hunting time. Father-daughter <laughs> hunting time. But at the record shop. <laughs> yeah, and flea markets. I'm getting to where my collection is such now that I'm at the hard-to-find records to complete my collection. Mm. I'm uh, I'm down to the ones that are very difficult to find in the real world, but I like to find my records in the real world. I like to go to record stores. I spent a lot of time in record stores growing up. I wish that someone would make a movie about a record store. <laughs> well, there are actually tons of movies about record tons. stores. Tons. Like well, uh, not really tons. How much but, is a um, ton? Like a ton? Well, a ton well, of DVDs. A for, ton of, for me, a ton, a ton is. I recently watched High Fidelity, which I know is an older movie, but that's it's a new ton. for me. That's a ton. It's a ton, I guess. Because that one it, movie is a ton. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's, hey. it's a ton. It. it they should have put um, that on the, on the uh, poster. It's a ton. <laughs> well, I mean, it was made into a TV show recently. Oh, um, really? So yeah, with um Zoe Kravitz. So there is a movie called High Fidelity. I saw this movie. It's not that old. It, I mean, it's it's old to me. Think about that was in two thousand. I was born in ninety eight. Hello. <laughs> 
All right. Okay. So you were born in 98. The movie came out two years later. You've just watched it recently for the first time. Yeah. Why did you watch this movie? I like watching movies all the time. I like watching documentaries, learning and um, learning about anything. And so I like watching movies that are about what I'm learning about in real life. And we had a conversation about record stores. And so I watched a movie about record stores. Is it WAF? <laughs> is it is the movie WAF? What is that? Oh, uh, you're not with it. It's, it's, the, it's the new phrase all the kids are saying. What does that mean? It's WAF? it's one of those. Uh, what are they called? It's like a phrase, like a it's, it's a shorthand acronym. LOL, laugh out loud. An acronym. That's what it is. Okay, <laughs> yes. yeah, acronym, acronym. What does okay. WAF? It's an acronym. <laughs> it's an acronym. Mean. <laughs> I was just wondering if it was worth a flip. WAF. Worth a flip. <laughs> Is it worth a flip? <laughs> that's um, that's the new that's the new meme. That's the new acronym that all okay. the kids are saying. Oh, is it okay. WAF? <laughs> is, uh, it WAF? is it WAF? Uh, it's a little yeah, WAF. It's a little WAF. It's worth a little flip. I think it is for that time period. Let's start with High Fidelity 2000. Um, that was made after a book came out called High Fidelity. And basically, High Fidelity is about this guy named Rob, and he's talking about his top five worst breakups, Uh including the one that he's going through right at that moment. Now, this movie is directed, I believe, by Stephen Frears. Yes. Who is an English director and has and this is an directed book. one million movies. I think a little over one million Please. movies. No. He has. One million. Stop that. Only two of which I've seen. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> only, only, well, no. Only one two of million. Which I can think wow, of. that's one a... Million. One million. It's not like a thousand. <laughs> I believe it's, I think it's a little over 1 million. It's amazing. I don't have words. I know, it's amazing. I've only seen two of them, but one of them besides this one, High Fidelity. And I did see it when it came out. How'd you like it? Did you like it? Is I it laugh? Mean- I thought it was all right. I don't know. I have some I was already about it. I was already a bit of a Jack Black fan, yep. even though that was a very early role. So I was excited to see Jack Black and I like John Cusack a lot. He was among the more talented actors of his generation, which would be the generation that I grew up with. Uh, I thought he was good in this. I don't remember who else was in it. I like hanging out at record stores. Don't remember a whole lot about the plot, but I do recall the music was okay some people are going to really love that soundtrack there's some good songs on there but it's not the greatest soundtrack i can imagine for a record store to have now i may not just be hip in that way but sister i'm hip in other ways (laughs) well and i believe that the music could have been a little bit better and a little bit more appropriate i just didn't relate to him so i didn't relate to the songs that he chose that's all it was better in the second um in the series the series has better music Ooh, it was so good and the acting was way better in my opinion now i just thought it was a really great show okay so let's compare the movie and the series jack black what character did he play he played um one of the friends and just like a worker at the record store and i thought he was really funny in the role like he played jack black you know like it Mm-hmm. They based the character off of him. They wanted him specifically. Let's flash forward to the television series. Is there a Jack Black style character? Has has his character been replaced? Yes, his character's been replaced with um, a woman. There's a lot more representation in this new series. Like Zoe Kravitz is a is a woman who's a person of color, and 
then um, there's a, a gay man and then there's a, um, a black woman. Like there's just a lot of like different, like diverse representation. Right. So so who's the Jack Black character? Because Jack never, Black was kind of the comedy her. relief, right? In the first movie? Yeah. A little bit. It would be serious for a little bit. And then Jack Black would slip on a banana or something and stumble into the scene. Well, in this movie, he would <laughs> start getting angry at the customers. Oh, and then okay. They gotcha. would... There's a character in the series that gets angry at the customers. Yes. Oh, really? They're just very stuck up. It's like they have certain records, and then if they see someone who doesn't seem like they know the record all that well, right. they won't sell it to them. Or they will just kind of get angry at people's choices of like what they're picking uh-huh. up. And it, it kind of scares me. Like I wouldn't want to go into a record store if, um, if I knew that the the owner would get mad at me or like <laughs> say that my music taste was bad was bad so tell me about the tv series now does she have a list of breakups that it's she would the through? exact same concept honestly the dialogue is so similar but with the tv show since it's longer they kind of beef it up a little bit they're very very similar it's just the characters are different I think the part of the reason why it surprises me so much that um, this movie's so popular is that it's it's like people are only talking about the music and everything, and I guess the music is overshadowing the fact that the main character is kind of annoying. So the main character in the movie is kind of annoying and in the TV series? I like Zoe Kravitz, so for me, I don't know, I let it slide. Like, she, she's not as annoying to me as... Oh, really? As like, okay, so she gets a pass. Yeah. Yeah, like they make Uh her a little bit more relatable. So is it told in flashbacks? Because he's, what, recalling his five worst breakups? Yes. So they use flashbacks to tell the stories of his breakups. Yes. Like the the movie itself was funny. It's just they had the opportunity to make a good message out of it. And they didn't. It just kind of fell flat. Like, I felt like the ending was just kind of rushed together. And I'm left with the exact same feeling that I had when I first started the movie. So do you recommend the TV series? Yeah, I'd watch the TV series, um, especially if you're trying to learn about new music. So they're they're playing music in every episode that you've seen uh, at the record store. Yeah, they they definitely bring up music and um, make playlists. And I love making playlists myself. So Mm -hmm. I I did enjoy that aspect of of the, um, the show and the movie. Thanks for watching those movies so that I didn't have to. You're welcome. I love watching Thank you so much for not making (laughs) me watch those episodes of High Fidelity. Sure, they're great. I just don't have time for them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I just don't have the time. I'm a very important man. I don't have time for shenanigans and tomfoolery (laughs) at all. I don't well, have time for I don't have time for shenanigans. I don't have time for tomfoolery. I don't have time for any riffraff. Oh my god. <laughs> Just don't have the time. Wish I did. <laughs> Wish you did. If I had the time, the first thing I would reintroduce into my life would be you know, a little bit of riffraff. A little bit of riffraff. <laughs> And just maybe one shenanigan a couple of times a year. Once in the fall, once in the spring. A little bit of shenanigans. Okay, yeah. When it's cold and and hot, I like to stay inside. (laughs) Hard hard to get into too many shenanigans when you're inside. Online? Hey. Online? (laughs) I'm not going to get into shenanigans online. I'm not going to get into... That's a whole different story. I'm not going to get into shenanigans (laughs) on the dark web. (laughs) 
not interested. Not interested in the dark web and the uh, uh, bitcoins. Is that it's where they keep? Lot. Is that where they keep the bitcoins in the dark web? <laughs> How dark is it? How dark is that web? It's like the black hole. Have you ever seen that movie, The Black Hole? It's a Disney movie. It came out in the late 70s. I'm going to say 1979. And so it was kind of like Disney's answer to Star Wars. But it wasn't It wasn't like any other Disney movie either. It was very dry and slow. Was scary? No. Black hole. No. Oh. No. But it had robots. It had a cute robot. Kind of like R2-D2, right? It wasn't the same story as Star Wars. Very different. But it did come out around the same time as Star Wars. And it was trying to sell some cute robot toys. <laughs> because yep, some trendy. some kid named George Lucas was selling the, <laughs> selling the shiznit out of some robot toys. <laughs> and Disney wanted in on some of that action. What happens with the black hole? I think you have to watch this... No, I'm not going to watch it. Slow movie for an hour and 59 minutes. <laughs> and then at the end, right before the credits roll, you finally get to see the black hole. What's Here. in there? It's just black. I didn't understand it. And that's what I was disappointed. You want to see some cool stuff well, in I the want, black hole. I want, as a nine-year-old, I was like, okay, show me the black hole. I'll sit through this slow-paced movie if you just tell me what the black hole is. But they ended it, I believe, mysteriously. <laughs> I could be wrong. Send me a text, someone out there <laughs> listening to the shows. Oh, man, you obviously didn't see the black hole. I'm telling you, I haven't seen it since I was nine years old. <sighs> Let me just tell you that I don't understand how black holes work. But I don't understand how a microwave oven works either. I really don't. It's magic to me. <laughs> It's been fun talking about vinyl records. We both enjoy collecting vinyl and listening to it. We've got record players all over the place. Here, here's the vinyl record I'm about to go listen to. Okay. And it is the Human League Dare album. Mm, I a, saw that. It's a, cool looking. Isn't that cool? Now, I already had the Human League Dare album, which is one of the great early synth pop albums but i found the picture disc that's what i saw it's that looks so, so cool. cool yeah it's got uh, a face on the front yeah and then on the cool. back it's got all the pictures on the back and it just spins around Ooh. it's really cool so i love the wow. love the picture discs it's a beautiful album excited to have it i'm gonna go put it on right now what are you gonna go listen to marlo um I'm probably going to pull out the old Ice House record. Oh, you've got more than one of those, right? Yes, I do. I've collected a bit of them. I don't know which one I'll listen to. But I like I, I like, like Ice House. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Enjoy. Take care, Marlo. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Da 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 da